Summit Lighthouse brings you practical spiritual answers and is the open door to sacred mysteries. These teachings, delivered by Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet, are compelling, thought-provoking, and timeless. Here are your hosts, Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. And here we are again, one more time. Uh, Hello, seekers, greetings, mystics, and bless you, dear keepers of the flame of life. Welcome to The Open Door. This is the online voice of the Summit Lighthouse, where we publish, promote, and practice the teachings of the Ascended Masters and where we invite you to awaken to the light within. I'm Tom Schumacher. And I'm Jerry Kennedy. And I'm Sid Bennett. You know, in the final analysis, our journey on the spiritual path is laid out by the Ascended Masters, leads to full Christhood, leads to full Christhood and nothing less. And as we've said over the last couple of shows in particular, it is not an exaggeration to state that embracing our Christhood is the single most important event on the planet. Would you agree? <laughs> How can I disagree? Yeah. That's a big one. It's pretty amazing, isn't it? I mean, this is what we're here to do. The title of today's show is called The Divine Spark. There is an element of the uh, divinity that's within us, which is encompassed in the threefold flame, which is the, compass, the power, wisdom, and love, pink, yellow, and blue. It's very small. In the, in the secret chamber of the heart, it's about a quarter of an inch high. I thought it was a 16th. Is, well, I'm giving you some credit here. <laughs> yeah, I made, a, I made a graphic of it one time, and it, we were amazed. A, we could barely see it. It's a dot. Yeah. One sixteenth of an inch. Yeah, that's enough to light and, and run the whole furnace. <laughs> and and, and, and for comparison, Jesus' threefold flame was bigger than his body. Oh. So, um, so we have ways to go. That's yeah. why he could do what he could do. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. Tom, I think as we, we talk about this, we know Jesus said the kingdom of God is within, but, you know, what does that mean to people? You know, it, it's kind of nebulous. I don't yeah. know what that means. Well, the Ascended Masters teach we have an actual flame. It's it's a spiritual flame, and it's not visible physically, although if you are advanced enough, I guess it is. But it's in what's called the secret chamber of our heart, which is a spiritual center within our heart where this threefold flame abides. And there is an altar in there and what is so magnificent about this is when you think about it, God has taken a portion of himself and put it within our hearts. That's how much he loves us and cares for us. And, you know, lest we get under a weight of self-condemnation or think we're, you know, worthless sinners or no good. I mean, by definition, we can't be that because God is within us. Yes, we can make mistakes. Yes, we create karma. Yes, we can, quote, sin, unquote, commit sin. But God is burning within your heart. That makes you worthy to receive the fullness of God, to put on your Christ, to to walk in the footsteps of Jesus Christ and the other avatars and great beings east and west. It changes your whole perspective and outlook of life. It doesn't happen automatically. It is a path that we walk. And that is what the teachings of the Ascended Masters are about. If you want to get there, if you want to be who you are meant to be, have eternal life with God the Father, the Ascended Masters, then this is the path to be walked. Yeah. And, you know, as we said before, when you get to heaven, make your ascension, that's the beginning, not the end. Exactly. <laughs> There's a whole universe out there yet to be created. And I'll tell you, you know, my Father's house are many mansions. They're there, but we have to work and strive to get there. And that's what this show and this path is all about. Yeah, indeed. Well, very well said. You know, the secret chamber of the heart may be a concept for many of you listening that's unfamiliar. 
And one of the great things about it, and I was I was awestruck when I first heard this. I think it was a dictation from, I don't know, in the 90s, where whoever was dictating said, the secret chamber of your heart is not small. It's where you meet your Christ. You can kneel before your Christ self. It's a cathedral. And you know. The inside you, it's a cathedral. And I just thought, wow, man. It suddenly just opened my awareness to the magnitude of, the, of this reality. From a medical point of view, I understand that doctors know that there's a certain area of the heart that they do not cut into. Hmm. And I'd heard that some time ago. And that may be exactly where that threefold well, flame as as, is. As far as I'm concerned, my whole heart is off limits to them. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> my, mine yeah. too. But I think that's interesting. Yeah. That they, well, I think, uh, Tom, I heard. I think I heard that teaching as well. And you can actually visualize the cathedral what you like to look at. Yeah. In other words, you approach the cathedral, you go up the steps to it, you come in, there's a beautiful altar with your threefold flame. Jesus is there. Your holy Christ self is there. Um, other masters, and you can kneel at this altar. And I do that every night. When I, before I go to bed, I kneel by the side of my own bed. I visualize going into that sanctuary of light and acknowledging that light within me, praising that light, acknowledging the, the power and majesty of God within me, and to pray that I may hold that greater light and be of greater service to God. It's, that's perfect. You know, um, the, there's a concept, a kind of parallel concept, which is the prayer closet. Many of us have heard that comment made before that you retire to your prayer closet for the privacy of your own heart to, to give your prayers devotions. But imagine your prayer closet is Notre Dame. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. know, to me, that's just, it's an awesome reality to know that there's no time or space. There's dimension loses all significance when you talk about God and the divine spark and the threefold flame, the I am presence and your Christ self. All of those things are limitless. It's part of the infinity of our being. And God has, has, has been necessary for us to be in a finite environment, if you yeah. will, to put on our Christhood, to walk this path, because there has to be physical consequences. Otherwise, how in the world would we ever learn? And um, as we know, karma is a great uh, learning opportunity. Yeah. And so it, in, in some ways, it's unreal what is around us, but it's very real because God is here. Yeah. And people, you know... Plan, on planet are suffering in pain. God is in pain on this planet because he is in people's hearts. Then when those people are in pain, then God is in pain. And so that's why the saints did what they did, why they walked the path that they walked, because out of love. And we were talking before the show started about Mother Teresa, whose love was so great that her very presence in the earth mitigated some returning karma on yeah. the planet. Wow. Love is a powerful thing. You know, one other element here, you mentioned this a moment ago, Sid, about the the threefold flame is not automatic, that there are some beings that don't have one, elementals in particular, they can earn a threefold flame by you know, giving service to, 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 the, to the light, to life, to us. And uh, Archangel Michael is a great example. Yeah. Began as an elemental. <laughs> and look where he is now. <laughs> yeah, his, you know, his job was watching over a blade of grass. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. But the point I want to make here is that by service, you earn or expand your threefold flame. Right. And, and, for, the, and for the sons and daughters of God, the, the Maha Chohan is the one that for ignites, each it. ignites it for each incarnation. That, boom, okay, there it is. It's burning. And then extinguishes it when it's time to make your transition. But it's never completely extinguished, all right? It's continuous. It's taken from the physical. Taken from the physical, realm. right. The, yeah. That's what animates the body. Yeah. And so people that don't acknowledge God don't know that their their very life and breath is animated by that light within them. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it, it probably 
behooves us to mention that the threefold flame can be lost depending upon how you act. And if, you know, we, we've heard this said in teachings before that a moment of rage can diminish the threefold flame greatly. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean every time you get angry, you're in danger of losing your threefold flame, but it's, no. it is a cumulative thing. And if people embrace and become more of the anger, and you, you know people that, I'm sure you've met them, they're angry all the time for this or that. They're just waiting to explode. And so it is possible to lose your threefold flame. And of course, you can never earn eternal life, make your ascension without that threefold flame. Yeah. The good news is you can win it back. Yes. It takes a lot, but you can win it back. And so God is merciful. But, you know, I don't think I want to take that chance. No. <laughs> and especially when it's God. Yeah. It's God within us. And that's the, the magnificence of the concept of God, the kingdom of God within us. And there's a correlation between uh, this this very small uh, flame that we have and this uh, three score and ten number of years that we have is because we have in the past, we have abused so much of God's light and energy that we, that it's been reduced so that so that we have the opportunity to reincarnate, reincarnate. Right, because what happens is, and it, you know, we know about Methuselah from the Bible, was it 800 right. years or 800? something? That's actually true, because yeah. what happened is people had much larger threefold flames, and they lived much longer, but the Ascended Masters had to shorten life streams because people were getting ruts, and they, instead of making karma for 60 years, they were making it for 600. Yeah. <laughs> and so by shortening our lifespans, then we come back with a new opportunity. Right. You know, um, switching gears for a moment here, one of the statements that we heard from the lecturer that we're going to be playing part of again today, last week, I think it was the week before, had to do with becoming embracing Christhood is the f- fulfillment of the law. Can you expand on that a little bit? Terry, why don't you take that? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, phrase that again so well, I can it, think about it. What I was struck by yeah. was that becoming the Christ is the f- fulfillment of the law, as in cosmic law. It's the law of the universe in a sense that means we have this birthright, we have this destiny, we have this reality that is lawful to embrace, to become. It's not a prideful thing. It's not something that we're doing that is going against being humble or being honorable, whatever. That the law in this case is the law of the Father says, you are the Son, we are one. Yeah. That's my interpretation. It doesn't come automatically, and that's what we've talked about with the whole Christian Christian tradition, beginning with Saint Augustine, Saint Augustine, you know the original sin. Oh yeah, you know oh. you're worthless. So if you if you think you're a worthless sinner, how can you claim your Christhood? And it can never be done from a point of ego or pride, because you'll never get it if you have that. <laughs> yeah, it's only right. through submission and acknowledging that God is the doer within us, and we use His light and His energy to walk this path. And so it's a fail-safe system in the sense that those that don't attain a certain point of humility and acknowledgement can never receive that Christ. All right, the needle. And although some will try and take heaven by force and take that light and so forth, but it is never the ultimate Christhood that they're putting on or their ascension. Yeah, and the reason that you want to develop that that Christhood is because everything that you do down here has to go through that filter, so to speak, sure. before it can be deposited in your causal body as treasures in heaven. And so... If we, if if the Christ, the Holy Christ Self is always saying, Terry, you're going to have to work on that again. Terry, you're going to have to work on that <laughs> oh, again. No. I mean, it gets to be a, it, it gets to be a, a rut that you you just never get out of. And yeah. so we have to we have to straighten things out. And we have way. to strive. Yeah. Yes, we do. To change, you know, change is the order of the day. The, you know, to be a student of the Ascended Masters, 
we have to be willing to change. Yeah. That's yeah. The, otherwise, we'll be stuck where we are, lifetime after lifetime <laughs> after lifetime. Yeah. As we have been. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And that's just like going through 12th grade over and over and over and over again, and you never graduate from high school. That's a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, we, vis- we, we visualize this energy flow as a figure eight flow, where at the nexus of the figure eight is the Christ self. Right. With the bottom of that figure eight, the I am presence is at the top. The energy that comes down from the I am presence through the crystal cord is pure when it arrives. It's up to us to qualify it. Yes. Through our, our, our thoughts, our words, our deeds, we make karma good or bad. And then when it goes back, as you said, Terry, you can't go back through the filter until it's been purified. Right. Which is why we do the violet flame. Why we have our devotions is to purify, to transmute. And until it is transmuted, it stays with you. It's yep. in, you know, we have a visualization almost like a kettle drum below the waist area. For lower where, bodies. Yeah. Where all the, the negative karma is. And it's like walking around, you know, the old image of the convict with the uh, ball and chain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we lug our karma around with us, and it's heavy. Yeah. <laughs> yes, my brothers. <laughs> it's heavy. Well, we've got to take a short break now. But when we return, we'll hear the first of two excerpts from a lecture by Elizabeth Clare Prophet about the path of personal Christhood and balancing the threefold flame in the heart. Don't go away. At the Summit Lighthouse, our goal is to help you awaken to the light within and discover your real self. Today, thousands of spiritual seekers all around the world are using the universal teachings of the Ascended Masters to make their higher selves a permanent part of their reality. And you can too. The Ascended Masters are the saints and sages of East and West from all major religions and spiritual paths. They have walked where you walk and understand the challenges you face. And their teachings are always practical. By applying the science of the spoken word through verbal prayers called decrees, the masters teach us how to harness the healing power of the violet flame and other spiritual energies to transform our lives and our world. On The Open Door, it is our goal and great joy to bring you Ascended Master teachings that you can apply in your life right now. To learn more about the Summit Lighthouse and the teachings of the Ascended Masters, visit us today at tsl.org and discover how you can awaken to the light within. It's what you're here to do. Remember, tsl.org. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the Masters of Light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. 
Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And we are back once again. Thank you for staying with us. Within the secret chamber of your heart resides the threefold flame of love, wisdom, and power. And we must balance this flame in anticipation of being fully vested with our Christ self. Here's more. Now I'm going to talk to you about the threefold flame. One of the keys to attaining Christhood is balancing and expanding the threefold flame of your heart. Your threefold flame is your divine spark. It's the spark of fire from God's own heart with which he endowed you in the beginning. It's the permanent reality of you. Let's think of all that we call this. We call it the Holy Christ flame. We call it the threefold flame of liberty. We call it the divine spark. We call it the Atman. We call it the seed of the Buddha. All these things are one and the same. There is that point of light in the secret chamber of your heart. That means you're a son and a daughter of God. And because you have the spark, you can one day contain and be the whole flame. This threefold flame is depicted with three plumes, power for the Father, wisdom for the Son, love for the Holy Spirit, blue, yellow, and pink. To balance the threefold flame is to bring them to the same level. These plumes have gotten out of balance because we have been out of balance, whether physically or in what we have done in our lives. So let us then know that if we are lacking in wisdom, we will pursue it. If we are lacking in love, we will practice giving love and receiving love. If we're lacking in the will of God and the power of God, such as feeling powerless in our bodies, we'll do something about it, including correcting our diet. Power begins when you create the proper vessel for it. So the threefold flame is not going to expand until you balance it. Portia says, when the threefold flame is balanced and when it does increase, lo, there is the Christ born. We have special services every month that Almoria says will assist you to balance and expand your threefold flame. On the first Friday of each month, keepers of the flame give devotions to the sacred heart of Jesus. These are very intense services whereby we make calls for the binding of Antichrist who is attacking any son or daughter of God on earth or in the entire universe, is opposing that one from realizing his full Christhood. And I can tell you the battle rages of the forces of Antichrist to prevent individual by individual on this earth and beyond from realizing this full Christhood. On the first Saturday, we give devotions to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. And these include devotions to the Diamond Heart of Almoria, the Purple Fiery Heart of St. Germain, the Magnanimous Heart of Lanello. Why do we have all these different names of the hearts of the different masters? The reason is that each individual master, you yourself as a disciple, decide the quality that you are going to magnify to the greatest level in your heart. And so each one of the masters has done this. Mother Mary holds the absolute immaculate concept for each one of us, the perfect pattern of our divine plan. Beloved Jesus gives us his entire body and blood and Christhood. The magnanimity of Lanello, the largest of heart, comes from him, Saint Germain, the purple fiery heart of the violet flame that is all-consuming. 
And then we have the diamond heart of El Moria symbolizing his absolute devotion to the will of God. So whatever master you are working with, that master will give you the strength of his attainment and his momentum. Jesus says that balancing the threefold flame involves balancing your karma because it is karma, your words, thoughts, and deeds, and feelings that have caused the threefold flame to get out of kilter. You cannot suddenly raise up the blue plume in proper proportion to the other two if you have not balanced the karma of the abuse of power and of the will of God and if you have not understood the causes of your misuse of the first ray. And you can only gain an understanding of those causes if you will pursue the study of your psychology. The not-self of you resists studying psychology. I just want you to know that there's a part of you that does not want to get involved in dealing with psychology. Why? Because it's very painful and it is hard to work on your own psychology. You will go through records of the past through a great deal of pain before you come to the bliss of perfect union with your Christ self. It is something you must not neglect. I have seen people in their 70s, in their 80s, in their 90s not come to a resolution of something that happened to them when they were five years old or 16 years old. They have never actually worked through it. So they still are revolving these records of pain. There is not inner resolution because they have not gone to work with the books we recommend or with experts, professionals that can help them. Now that is a very sad day when a person is on the path of their ascension and has achieved considerable light, considerable balancing of karma, and yet is actually held back because of not dealing with psychology. It will not automatically go away just because you decree. The violet flame will consume the cause-effect record and memory, but you have to consciously undo this. You have to consciously look at it in your whole soul and your whole being, and then you will be free forever. You will never have to carry that baggage should you reincarnate or should you be an ascended master tied to the earth with some karma left to balance. It will be over and done with if you let go. You have to let go and you have to forgive yourself and others. That's the beginning. Seeing the causes, beloved, is most of the victory. First is seeing the causes. Second is the desiring to be rid of them and their effects. And third is the will, the absolute God will in you that says, I will do it, I will do it now, for nothing is impossible to me in God. By studying your psychology, you will be gaining self-knowledge. How many people here really think you know yourself through and through? <laughs> Couple brave souls know themselves through and through. I'm very glad that you have come to that self-knowledge. Talking about self-knowledge as one of the keys to personal Christhood, Gautama Buddha explains that the first self-knowledge you must have is that of your reality, your God reality, your ultimate reality. You have to know that reality. Even if you know it by meditation or you know it by sensing, you have to sense that you are founded on the rock of Christ. You are 
embedded in the bedrock of reality, if you will. You are part of what is real and what is foundational to the universe. You are part of the great central sun. You came forth from your father, mother, God. You have that essence of God in you. The major part of you is real. The very smallest part of you is not real. So you study the teachings to find out all about your God reality. And Gautama Buddha says, when you are grounded in the self-knowledge of your reality, then you begin to study your unreal self. Because then you will not be moved by whatever antics this unreal self is going through. Because you are absolutely rooted in the reality of your source. Your self-knowledge must then be of that unreal self and of that unreality. He who knows both and stands poised between the two, he who knows how to daily affirm his reality that will swallow up his unreality, that one is a wise man, a wise woman, a wise child. Sometimes in our busy lives, it's hard to find time to study the teachings as Gautama Buddha advises us to. Jesus then gave us one solution, and it is a wonderful solution. He says, get up out of bed in the morning, 15 minutes early, with full concentration upon my teaching, take one of my books, read it for 15 minutes, carry that book with you, have it near you throughout the day, remind yourself of what you read, ponder it, internalize it, Embody the teaching you have read from me for one day. Jesus says a morsel will suffice for the divine alchemy. It's like a leaven that leavens the whole lump. Christ's teaching to us are a leaven. All we need is one thought, two thoughts, four thoughts to carry us through the day, sticking with those thoughts. That's why you like calendars that have a thought for the day. The tools are before you. Let them not rust upon the bench. <laughs> Great advice as always. And, you know, basically there you have it. Embody the teachings because you have the tools, you have the time, but do you have the will? We'll hear more from this lecture in just a moment. Don't go away. Right now, all over the world, Warriors of Light are working tirelessly to defend your soul's opportunity to achieve oneness with God. These spiritual warriors are keepers of the flame, and though few, the power they wield is greater than all of the weapons made by man. Founded by St. Germain in 1961, Keepers of the Flame is a non-denominational fraternity in the tradition of ancient spiritual orders. When you join, you'll receive a series of lessons that will introduce you to a vast and dynamic spiritual world. See for yourself. Access Lesson 1 right now, completely free, no login required. Simply go to tsl.org slash keepers, and in seconds you could be exploring a whole new world of practical Ascended Master teachings. Lessons are printed or available online for any time, anywhere access, and anyone can join. Discover your real self and explore your full spiritual potential. Become a Keeper of the Flame today and awaken to the light within. Please visit tsl.org slash keepers and prepare to accelerate. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. 
They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the Masters of Light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And we are once again back. Now, here is a very important key. The Ascended Masters have given us a vast treasure house of incredible dictations. They're to be read and internalized, and the, the admonition is to become the teachings. Here's more. Here is another tool for the path of personal Christhood. This tool is to recite the dictations of the Ascended Masters. Jesus says, Our dictations are rituals in themselves. The worded release only serves to anchor in your heart the meaning of the great light that does shower upon you. These dictations are rituals, they are services, they are rosaries, even to the point where you come to know them by heart and recite them. In our dictations you have precious cups of light. Let these dictations become recitations. Let them become your psalms. Omri Tas says, Every ascended master dictation that has ever gone forth through our two witnesses upon earth does contain within it the power of Elohim for the recreation of oneself. You are recreated by the power released in the cups which are the words. It is not without forethought that we have released to you the only Mark series. It is not without consideration that we have made available to you year upon year the audio and videotapes of our dictations. Another key on the path of personal Christhood is the violet flame. Lady Master Lito says the violet flame facilitates your fusion with your Holy Christ Self. Omri Tas says the violet flame can penetrate bone substance itself to render supple again all of thy body and inner being, to be remolded in the fullness of the stature of Christ. You are not mere creatures, prisoners of habit, but you must know this. You must look at your momentums. You must study the teachings on momentum given to you in the lost teachings of Jesus as well as the Corona class lessons on the subject of habit. You must put down those untoward momentums and recreate the new momentum. When there is a groove in consciousness, fill it with light and begin again as you would be as your Christ self is. 
1964, Jesus inaugurated a special service dedicated to the protection of the Christ consciousness of every light bearer on earth. It is called Watch With Me, Jesus Vigil of the Hours. It is a service of prayers, affirmations, hymns that students of the Ascended Masters give weekly all over the world. Jesus promises that he will be in your midst as you give this prayer service weekly. Even if you are all alone, if you take the Watch With Me booklet and you can use the tape so you don't feel alone with all of us here at the ranch singing and praying with you. Jesus will place his presence over you in the room where you pray for the entire duration of your service. He says, I promise you that all who commit to be my disciple as a keeper of the flame shall have my sacred heart superimposed upon him or her throughout this watch each week. The watch is for the opening of the heart so that I might enter and release to the earth renewed light and presence. Through you, I desire to increase the Christ consciousness on earth to increase the awareness of the Christ in people. The definition of Christhood is that you must bear your own burden of karma. Jesus has asked us to take back the karma that he has borne for us these 2,000 years. Jesus has borne the sins of the world, but he himself has not atoned for those sins. He has carried that karma or that sin for us till we should come of age, have this teaching, be on the path of personal Christhood, have the gift of the violet flame, and transmute that karma. He says that by balancing this karma ourselves, we will grow in the stature of our Christhood, and he will then be free to help other souls who need him to bear their burdens. Some people have felt their karma return to them, or the karma of the dark cycle, and they have become angry at God for making them bear their karma, because they thought if they were in this organization, they wouldn't have to bear it. So we need to be careful and know that we are required to bear our burdens, our burden of light and our burden of darkness. Jesus pointed out that we can also invoke the violet flame and call upon the Ascended Master Hercules to help us bear our karma. Sometimes devotees on the path feel that because they give mantras or perform good deeds, their karma should not descend on them. It's kind of like the system of socialism or social security benefits. Once people become accustomed to a benefit, they begin to consider that it is their right and the more they are given, the more demands they make. Once the cattle come to the feed bin and they've been given a certain amount of food, they're not going to take a lesser ration. And that's the danger of the divine romance between the guru and the chila, the master and the disciple. So the carnal mind of the dweller and the dweller on the threshold becomes very demanding. And that carnal mind and those who entertain it, they beat their fists and say to the masters, you have to do this for me, you have to do that for me. But chilas forget the basic principle that we must bear our own burden. Karmic burden, financial burden, psychological burden. Paul wrote, let every man prove his own work 
and then shall he have rejoicing in himself alone and not in another for every man shall bear his own burden Jesus said I make known to you that when all is ready in your world and you feel the strength of balance in your body and in your spirit and you are ready for me to enter the call that you may make to me is the call to walk the earth as my twin the concept of the twin comes in the Gnostic gospel of Thomas which was not put in to the canon by church fathers and so Jesus is calling Thomas his twin some take it literally and think that twins were born to Mary but the concept of the twin is is your manifestation of your Christhood being like the Christhood of Jesus so then you are allowed to be called his twin so that is our goal Jesus said in this dictation yes beloved your Christ my Christ there is indeed only one Christ one begotten Son of the Father Mother God and it is the eternal light personified and manifest wherever the ray of light of a son or daughter of God has gone forth from the central Sun it is your calling beloved I call you to the heart of God having a right heart with God there is no distance between you and God you're not going anywhere at the hour of death or transition you are already there in the heart of God when I thought about that many years ago I thought to myself the least important thing I could do in my life is make my ascension the most important thing I can do is be strong and healthy and be on earth because this is where people need me and since I have God with me why should I want to depart to somewhere else to find God isn't that the truth isn't that the truth <laughs> well you need look no further than your heart to find this, the divine spark your Christhood your true self we'll be back for some final thoughts after a short break don't go away Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the masters of light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And we are back. 
Thank you again for staying with us. I wanted to join you on that. Let's say that together. And we... And we are back. Oh, and we are back. Yes, the, the we. <laughs> I speak for all of us. It's the royal we. <laughs> I know. It's our family we. You know, we're talking about a very, very important, critical um, point here that we are all on the path, if we choose, of becoming the Christ, embracing our Christhood. And that to do that involves, among other things, balancing and carrying our own burden of karma. That's something that we have not been taught traditionally Orthodoxy does not really give us that reality, but we have been doing our best to give that to everybody who listens to this show, because the masters teach us that that is our true destiny. It's our true. The ascension leads us to the merging, the the law of the one, you know, becoming one with God through the path of the ascension, and that the recognizing our divine spark, our Christhood, our call it what you will, the threefold flame. It's absolutely instrumental. It's critical. It cannot be done without having that knowledge and that awareness to embrace that reality. And uh, I think, speaking of embracing that reality, you had made a point, Sid, in the break last between the two lecture segments that I thought you might want to repeat there. Do you remember that? Well, just got that your first self-knowledge you must have is that of your reality. Yeah. I mean, that's basic. You are not a worthless sinner. <laughs> you have God within you. You have karma but God has given you a way to balance this. You have a divine destiny. We all do beyond our wildest imagination. Wow. Yeah. And you know, the violet flame is absolutely one of the most key elements of these teachings. Did you like that point that was made about it can go into the bones? Yes. Reanimate? Yes. Maybe rejuvenate? (laughs) It's amazing. It, It has the power to cleanse, to heal, to forgive. It's the merciful flame. It's amazing. Transmission, transmutation. I mean, it's, it's, it's the panacea. Yeah, it's a, it's like a cornerstone of, of these teachings oh, in this boy. time, you know. It was the first decree I ever gave. I remember I was <laughs> I was sitting in a motel room, and I thought, oh, okay, I'm going to try this, you know. And I was whispering it. I am the violet flame in action in me now. I am the violet flame oh, to light yeah. alone I bow. But, you know, that was well, the start. For many of us, it's the only way we could make our ascension in this life. I mean, there's only so many years. <laughs> and for true. those of us that have, right. most of us have a lot of karma, and we couldn't balance it all in one lifetime without the violet flame. Yeah. Well, and bearing in mind, too, that Jesus bore that burden for us for a time. Now it's our time to take it back and 2, finish the 2,000 years. 2,000 years plus. Yeah. Well, well, uh, any closing thoughts on this particular topic? We have one other topic to cover. <laughs> well, it, it, it's uh, the, these, uh, these last two excerpts that we've played from Elizabeth Clare Prophet are uh, really key, you know. Phenomenal. Yeah, they're they're pretty. Actually, these last three shows is kind of a series, yeah. you know. If anybody wants to just kind of get a get another idea of what we're trying to cover here, well, it's everything. Well, you know, you're putting on a different pair of glasses, a different lens, and mm-hmm. seeing life for not what it seems to be, but for what it really is. And through the lens of the ascended masters and these teachings, you gain a wisdom and understanding of who you are that self-knowledge, and what you need to do. The world is chasing maya, is chasing illusion. Not because they're bad people, because they don't know better. But God wants you to know better and want others to know better so that you can become who you are meant to be. Well, as you said a moment ago, this is our reality. This is the very most important step to recognize who we truly are, not who we think we are. Yeah. Yeah. Well... That would be my final statement. <laughs> yeah, a good one too, Terry. Yeah. you know, um, I've been kind of 
putting off making an announcement of sorts because I've, it's um, not something that I per- personally would want to do, but nonetheless, it has become necessary. This show that you're listening to today is going to be our last live show, and it's been a labor of love for us for eight plus years to do this, and I knew that I probably couldn't get through just winging it, so I wrote down a simple little statement that I wanted to read to everybody, and then I want to invite my partners here to chime in, okay? Sounds good. So let, let me kind of lead this off, and bear in mind, folks who are listening to this, I, I'm reading I'm not sure I could get through this if I was just kind of doing it on the on the cuff, as it were. So here's my little statement. This is to my dear Open Door family. From the bottom of my heart, thank you. You have been an instrumental part of an awesome ministry, one that has for nearly a decade consistently brought the teachings of the Ascended Masters to the world through the medium of digital radio. And who knew when we first began that we would eventually reach almost three million seekers with a message of opportunity, hope, illumination, and freedom. Every week for more than eight years, we have had the, the rare honor and distinct privilege of delivering the words of the messengers and ascended masters to souls eager for the truth of their divine heritage and offering them a proven pathway to manifest that heritage. We've had quite a run these last eight plus years, working to fulfill a mission unlike any other in the world. By God's grace, we have shed light on the path above the path, delivering the greatest spiritual teachings on the planet. To you, Terry, the world's nicest man, (laughs) and our elder statesman, it has been a joy to see you every week, beaming from the other side of the studio table with your typical good nature, fielding irreverent comments about your memories of discovering fire and inventing the wheel. (laughs) Most importantly, I could trust you to prepare program audio edits with an eagle eye and ear for detail. You never did anything halfway. And Sid, our third amigo, among many invaluable contributions, you brought us an uncommon insight into the, ev- the evangelical mind. I would try to sing There's Room in the Cross for You, but I wouldn't do it justice. <laughs> you have a gift, Reverend Bennett, for fluency, passion, and commitment. I could always count on you to know what to say in a way that others could hear and understand. And you were never at a loss for words. A good thing. David B., our able pilot and all-around gadget master, always there steadfastly holding the balance, deftly manipulating faders, battling the Skype monster, the fickle Skype monster, <laughs> an occasional Robin to your Batman, Stephen C. could always be counted on to fill in at a moment's notice and pick up the slack like a true professional. Of course, we could not have done what we did without our super sub, Reverend Dry, David Dry, always cheerful, prepared, and enthusiastic, You filled in admirably and rounded out our alchemy in your own special way, with heart, a listening ear, and an ever-present reminder of Jesus' words, what is that to thee? Follow thou me. There are many more who contributed greatly, most especially the Voice America crew, our steady producer, Sandra, whose calm center and counsel I will miss, Randy J., always professional, responsive, and whose last-minute help got me out of more than a few jams, Jeff G., you somehow learned to interpret my verbal shorthand with patience and good humor. And Matt, your special steady presence always made me feel comfortable, confident, and secure. I will miss you. I will miss hearing you say, good segment, nicely done. There are still others who make contributions to the whole experience, and I honor them all. But it is to you, the inner circle, for whom I feel the greatest affection and gratitude. We did something great together, something whose ripples and echoes will, by God's grace, continue to reverberate down the coming years and cycles. I think that we can all move forward from here, 
knowing that we provided a service that made a certain difference in an uncertain world. And in the spirit of enlightened self-interest, perhaps we made a dent in our own karma. And before we sign off this last time, there's one more who deserves special thanks and our deepest gratitude. You are faithful listeners. Each one of you listening in who tune in is irreplaceable. You complete the circle. You are the reason for the open door existence. It was for you that we strove every week to answer those four essential questions. Who am I? Why am I here? Where am I going? And how do I get there? Hopefully, we were able to answer those questions in a meaningful and lasting way. Brothers, I'd invite you. Any comments you want to make? Well, thank you, Tom. I think what um, probably most of our listeners don't know is that Tom has been on this program since day one. And um, he has done the heavy lifting, and that is planning the shows. In the beginning, you may recall, we used to script them, and we'd have <laughs> questions at the end. And um, Tom was kind enough to send me the questions in advance because a lot of times I didn't know the answer. <laughs> so those were never heard, the ones I didn't know. But then we went, I think, by the Holy Spirit to a free form um, platform, and I think it worked out very well. I think of this as grace. And if you'll forgive us again for speaking as individuals now, it's a grace to have this opportunity. And the opportunity came to us because we positioned ourselves. And perhaps we had the greatest karma and we needed to do this more than anyone else. But when you choose to follow the ascended masters, you position yourself so that things can happen. And the door can open. One door leads to another on this path. But you have to start somewhere. You have to walk through that first door and be willing to continue to walk. God has requirements. He has standards. We have to pass tests. But ladies and gentlemen, what else are we going to do on this planet? <laughs> oh, man. I mean, really, what else is there to do about <laughs> fi- except find God? So this has been a great blessing, a great mercy. We give all glory to God for this opportunity. And if I may, as well as saluting my brethren here and this show, I have to bring up our messengers, Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. I was around Mrs. Prophet. I briefly met Mark several times, but I was around Mrs. Prophet for decades, uh, in and out of the community and so forth. And I saw her, and you can't be around a person that much and not know who they really are. She was not perfect in a human sense, but she was the instrument of the word. And how many times have we had a chat and visit about certain things, and we'd play an excerpt from her, and then you'd hear the real presence of the Holy Spirit in directing us. And I can't tell you how much I have learned from being on this show, even after almost 50 years on this path, to hear these teachings, to understand them. It's exciting. They're amazing. They're wonderful. And I think the challenge that we face is what the Ascended Masters face, too, is how do we get people to see, how do we get people to embody, to act, to desire to be who they really are? And how will the Masters get through the smokescreen of, of darkness that the fallen ones have put up so that people will not know who they are. And so that's our accountability now to take this word, not just to spread it, but to become it. Because who we are is the greatest testimony we can give to this path. And so it is with deep gratitude that we complete this cycle on this show. Um, new opportunity is coming for all of us. Let us build on this by the grace of God as we dedicate ourselves to following our Father, Mother, God, all the way home, but not yet. Heaven (laughs) can wait. As Mrs. Prophet says, they don't need us in heaven right now. They need us on earth. So let us be about our Father's business. Well, and uh, 
uh, I think I I can be in total agreement with all you have to say. I I just feel uh, a tremendous amount of gratitude for the opportunity to have um, you know met Mark Prophet and uh, spent time with him and uh, walked uh, alongside of Elizabeth Claire Prophet for so many years and. Um, I'm just grateful for the opportunity to be the hands and the feet of Mark and Mother, as we used to call them, and uh, and just it's it's been a great opportunity. I think I've been here since show number forty, and uh, so uh, you know, yeah, I, that's <laughs> that's about time. all I can. Yeah, it's just great, <laughs> a great opportunity. Thank you, God, for the opportunity. Indeed, by God's grace, we're able to do it. How about that man sitting over there? Has he got anything to say? He just gave us the victory sign. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe three minutes, right? (laughs) You know, I think that there's always people ahead of us on the spiritual path. Yeah. And there's always people below us. So where we are is important, but it's not the end all and the be all. The end all and the be all is working and striving. And it's interesting because people can make the greatest progress sometimes when they have the greatest regrets. And Judas is an example of that. After he betrayed Jesus with the best of intentions in his mind, he made his ascension in one more embodiment. Isn't that amazing? Yes, it is. So so the opportunity is there. Whatever you have done, and we've done it all, I can tell you, in all our embodiments we've had, more than we can think of, we've done it all. So let's not be attached to that karma other than our desire to balance it and enjoy that bliss that God has for us. And Tom, I I just want to say personally, too, you you threw a few shout-outs to me there, but... uh, (laughs) I'm I'm grateful as as I know uh, Sydney is that you have uh, taken the helm of this ship and uh, and really uh, you know forged it across the planet. You know we've reached people all over this world and uh, uh, I just thank you very much from the Vatican to Mongolia. That's right. Indeed, that's true. Yeah, it's true. And thank you, thank you for your guiding hand. By God's grace, I mean you're you're welcome. I'm grateful to you guys. I could not have done this without you. You know the 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 Jews for 2,000 years, every year at a certain ritual, would give a toast. And the toast was to next year in Jerusalem. <laughs> and Jerusalem being the embodiment, yes, a physical city, but the embodiment of becoming who we are and who we are meant to be. The holy city that John saw in heaven. And so this is a pause. It's a break. It's a new beginning. Right. But we shall all be together if we choose to be together. And not just with each other, but with the Lord. Amen. I said you have a gift of fluency. You've just proven it again. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Well, you know, um, I'm not sure how long we'll be taking emails from people, but one more time, Terry, just in case. Well, they can reach us at uh, webradio at tsl.org, webradio at tsl.org. And I think they will be answered. Yeah, and and, uh, we'd love to hear from people who have... uh, (laughs) Followed us. Have followed us <laughs> and, and gained something. Yes. You know, they, it's, it's been said that if, if whatever you do helps one person make their ascension, everything has been worth it. Well, we've gained. And I think in, in closing, um, we know that God is the doer. His will is always good. We are all his worthy sons and daughters. And though the upward path may sometimes be difficult, the rewards are all together uh, now. Out, out of, of this world. world. God bless you all, and we will see you shining and bright on the other side. Adios.
Thank you again for joining us this week. Remember, tell your friends and family that they can listen to us live each Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and Noon Mountain on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about The Open Door and the Summit Lighthouse, please visit our website, www.tsl.org. We'll see you again next week.